Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode, plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Tell me about telepathy. What is what is your take on just what it is? Okay, so I'm glad we're sort of past the point of accepting it. A lot of people will still not accept telepathy, and there have been lots and lots of experiments. And okay, so let's go past that. Um, one of the first books, though, on it... Uh, um, was by uh, Upton Sinclair, and it was called Mental Radio, way back in 1930. And Einstein mm-hmm. wrote something nice about it. But notice the words mental radio. We are well past that in understanding telepathy. It's not radio waves or anything like that that's going between two people. I believe, and this comes mostly from seeing, you ready for this, precognitive telepathy. Because that is what we do when we do precognitive remote viewing. Because a viewer basically goes down into, I call it a universe of collective consciousness. So he goes down deep into his own consciousness. Down from there, he moves, if you will, forward in time and gets the information from himself at feedback, because he's going to see this picture, this um, photo site. And so it's both, it's precognitive, but in this case, it's telepathy with himself in the future. And I, I really think that's the proper way to look at it. Um, How does it work? Well, <laughs> I can give you my model. <laughs> Um, I mean, we, everybody who is involved in telepathy probably has their own views on how it works. Right. I, that's, that's good, because then I'll, I will give you my view. Okay. Um, Fair enough. The consciousness is fundamental. Um, I think we're hearing that from more and more places, but that goes way back to the, the guys who started quantum mechanics. Okay, they realized, uh, in fact, Uh, I think it was Max Planck who said you can't get behind consciousness. In other words, you can't explain consciousness. It is the fundamental. Now, the implications of that are that a lot of the paranormal phenomena, if not all, can be explained if if you make the physical world, and there is an objective physical world. I'm not taking anything away from that. But if you say it arises from a place of deep consciousness that I believe is connected with the zero-point energy field, because in our physical world, no matter where you are, when you get small enough, um, you know, very, 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 very small, you get into the zero-point energy field, which all physicists accept, large amount of energy there. Our whole physical world comes from there. Zero-point energy field is everywhere in our physical world. But now think of that as the interface 
with this universe of collective consciousness that contains every conscious moment of every sentient being in the universe, past, present, and future. It knows what we're thinking, doesn't it? It, it has what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what we're sensing. Um, it's contained in there. You know, it's, and at least that's the way I think about it. It's contained in there, but through your subconscious, you're connected down there, and based on something as subtle as intention, you then entangle, which is another actually quantum mechanical word, you entangle with what you intend to. So mental telepathy um, is just that. One person, let's say the sender, is... um, connected with this universe of collective consciousness, the intention is to go to a sender, the sender is also connected to this universe of collective consciousness, the UCC, and it's like a handshake between the two of them in this UCC, and then the subconscious brings it up. A lot of people who have been abducted by what they believe to be extraterrestrials or even visitations, say, I never hear a voice physically. I hear it in my head telepathically. Um, Absolutely. Uh, You know, imagine if you were um, speaking an entirely different language as someone else, just planet Earth. And I I do want to talk about the ETs as well, but planet Earth. If you were to use telepathy you would have different words, different sounding words, different expressions, but to the extent that each of the two experiences were the same, the communication would be nonverbal. It would be um, the thing which each person understood in their own way, and that's what would be transmitted. I don't know, did that make sense? In other words, ETs might not know English at all, but at least the ones, you know, with two arms and two legs, if they wanted to transmit, would you um, um, uh, pick up uh, an object, or are you sitting down, uh, or would you please sit down, um, and there was a chair there, well, they understand what it means to sit down, and they would then telepathically be able to tell the person to sit down in the sense of understanding mm-hmm. the meaning of those words. What they're transmitting telepathically is the meaning of the words, and each person interprets that in their own way, but it's the same thing. So I could see where an ET would tell somebody to sit down, but they wouldn't do it with words. They would do it telepathically, and the human understands what it means to sit down, and so they would sit down. Do you think that the ability to have telepathy is is natural? Are we born with it, or is it something we acquire later on in life? No, I think it's natural. It's one of those capabilities that um, um, sometimes comes out spontaneously, but it's like remote viewing. Everybody can do remote viewing to a certain extent. I think everybody, if they worked on it, would be able to do 
telepathy to a certain extent. Um, uh, but And it's a great tool for your own life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be a great tool with your own wife. Um, in fact, we were talking about that while playing bridge. Um, you could see how the world would change even in ways like that. If you could do telepathy um, with your partner, that would uh, change lots of games. Have you have you met people who have developed it so well that it's almost uncanny? Not telepathy, but remote viewing. Um, right. And the, the, I, I just haven't been around enough people where what they're focused on is telepathy, but I certainly have with remote viewing. And You've been around some of the best. That's exactly right. And when you see some of this stuff that a Joe McMonagle does or some of these other people, and in fact the people I'm working with, common people who, you know, common in the sense that, you know, they're not super well-known and maybe they've taken a few classes, but the amount of agreement that they will get sometimes, not every time. And I think that's why a lot of people have a hard time, scientists, accepting precognition because it doesn't work every time. But it certainly works often enough that it's been proven scientifically, statistically. And then all you have to see is a few of these, like, perfect matches, right-on matches, and you know that consciousness, the capabilities of consciousness, are so much greater than we usually give credit. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.